Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Tom from MCM. How are you doing? Hello, very good. Thanks so much for having me. No trouble at all. It's really nice to speak to you. Um, so first and foremost, uh, as every everyone else who's who's been on the season one of the podcast, tell us who the heck are you and what the heck does MCM do? Who the heck am I? That's a good question. I've <laughs> probably spent quite a bit of time on that. Um, so I'm Tom. I'm the CEO here at MCM. And MCM, we're a full service digital marketing agency. So we look after all aspects of digital advertising. Um, you know, we do also do websites. We've got a full in-house creative studio. So we look after filming, creating. Um, there isn't really anything that we don't do ourselves. I know that's quite probably quite a cliche, but in the world of digital, um, everything, you know, influencer activations, etc. Anything that lives in the world of digital, um, we've done it, we're doing it, or we're planning on doing it. Nice one. And and just before the recording, you 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 highlighted a um a really different version of of the the how i got to leadership story and yes, i think yeah. that i think it's i think it's really cool because out of 70 almost 70 recordings at this point um either someone's bought or um or started for themselves or um or various manners in in in, in and in between and you've actually learned how to how to be the leader of of your agency over a much longer period of time in a good way indeed yeah um so i've grown up at the agency so the agency was founded by john my dad um 25 years ago so uh, i would have been three years old i think when it was founded so um it's been always been that so you know since yeah. you know the earliest i can remember going into, you know, when it was first founded from home and then the first office and the first employee to, you know, now where we've got to, where we've got a team of uh, almost 30 individuals. Uh, we work across a huge amount of different industries, different sectors. We've done a huge amount of different things. But yeah, I've, I've grown up with it. It's something that is, has always been very close to my heart, the agency. Um, and I always knew I wanted to, you know, within the agency and drive it yeah but i was also very keen to go out into the big bad world and you know discover a little bit for myself see what i could bring back Absolutely. you know things and stuff i could you know return to so yeah that's the story it's of it how it's a it. really like it's a really cool way of like properly learning how to how it, when when a business is family connected obviously there's there's love in there somewhere um, but also like learning it by seeing it in the past when you you know before you went out and actually saw other business saw other businesses and like you say took some took some of their their wins and and some of their ideas as well as as well as put put things they don't do so well on the pile. Um, 
you, you know, you, it's, it must be really quite rewarding to to continue something and and make it grow from from where you took over. Exactly, it's a, it's a passion, it's a privilege. Um, I you know generally love it, and um, yeah, it was it was a real calling. Um, there was only so long that I could go off and do other bits before I was desperate to come back and and and, and share. Well, hopefully, I'd, some learnings I picked up from being uh, around different places. But yeah, it's a real a real passion, a privilege, really. So, um, but you're right, it is with it being something that you know feels quite close to home as well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's very unique. But yeah, I feel very lucky to be able to um, you know be so involved and and you know take us into the next chapter. Yeah, that's 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 awesome, and and I guess throughout all of those years, you would have seen lots of things change, come and go, and develop, and things like mm. that. And and whilst you saw that as a well as a young person, and then you went went and did your own thing for for a while, I bet you there's some things that you brought in as a leader when you took over that have kind of set you up for for your now and future success. What what sort of things do you think you've you kind of brought in that 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 I'm not saying reinvigorated because obviously it wasn't doing badly before you took over, but what yeah. is it that you came in and added Tom to it? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I think the main thing for me is, you know, as an individual, what I've mm. always been passionate about is creative and the world of creative and ideas mm. and design. And historically, the agency had always been very focused on, I'd say, the science of digital marketing. So I, you know, think we're absolutely, we've always been brilliant at the ins and outs of PPC and SEO and how to build the best possible campaign with the best possible targeting and the best experts there. Um, and that goes the same for, you know, web design and web development, et cetera. Mm. However, I had the luxury in a few of my roles previously have been at the forefront of creative development. Um, and that was something that, you know, when I first joined the agency, we weren't doing at all. We weren't making anything we were using you know our clients creative or um, existing ideas etc so one of the first things that i did when i joined was uh, founded our creative studio which is a brand new service has been running for uh, a couple of years now and it's just gone from strength to strength it was it feels like the kind of the piece that the agency was missing kind of yeah closes the circle a little bit so now we're able to take you know what i genuinely believe is the best in class builds and understanding of the nuts and bolts and then put some really lovely creative on top of that some creative strategy ideation etc um so yeah that's that's something that i'm really proud of that, that creative studio has now taken and is now one of our most established um services and uh yeah it's working really well that's really cool because i think i i mean first of all that's a really big stamp to put on when you when you walk mm. through the door so to speak but also um, you're right about the the completing the circle bit, and I think creative has now I don't want to say overtaken because I don't think that's correct, but it's now become much more important in most digital marketing. Yes, from a technical SEO point of view, there are very simple, or say very simple, very clear definitions of what good is because it's either right or not. Um, whereas with lots of other areas, a lot more creativity is needed, and then you add into that all of the video creative the imagery creative anything from a social point of view um and i think maybe i'm i i'd imagine that quite a lot of your new clients come in from the creative angle first yeah. and then actually take on some of the sciencey bits uh later on yeah that's 100 yeah 100 and i think the creative side is so key and you know 
me having the luxury of coming into the business fresh and mm. I really saw it, it felt like we're holding ourselves back you know we've got all of this brilliant understanding but yeah we weren't able to harness the potential without the best creative and I genuinely think creative it doesn't just need to be like a, a fancy TikTok or whatever um, that looks cool it is really that mm. creative strategy and the thinking and I think that can go into SEO it can go into email marketing that there is yeah, an opportunity absolutely. for creative strategy everywhere. It's literally just about the understanding of the audience. You know, how do you want your, um, you know, your target audience to think, feel, and do? Those are yeah. things that are really key, and that can run across everything. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, it was a good few years ago uh, since I've run an agency, but I used to say to potential clients, you know, uh, that um, dig good digital marketing, great digital marketing is an almost perfect balance of art and science. Yeah. And I think yeah. you've more or less said the exact same thing by, you know, completing the circle, as it were. And and it, 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 it is that. And I think that, you know, coming in and adding that because it's really needed, it, it's it's a it's a really good uh, win <laughs> to take to take on. Um, if you could go back in time a few years, though, to when you when you kind of came in to to to, to take over um and you could give yourself a bit of advice that would say look tom you're coming into to to this business and this is the official bit now they're not just doing yep. it as as a as a family favor you're coming in to to be the boss and um, what bit of advice would you have given yourself it's really interesting it's quite a again a close to home one but i would say to enjoy it more and you know stuff and smell the roses i think you know going into an agency as you say you know desperate to you know um, you know, have a real significant impact and really push things and drive things. And I feel like sometimes a lot of us are, you know, heads down a hundred percent. Let's go, let's do yeah. this, let's deliver that, let's achieve this. And I think I need to constantly remind myself that, you know, doing this job and the industry that we work in is a privilege and just to stuff and smell the roses a little bit and enjoy it and enjoy those small wins, enjoy the um all of the little bits that you think you know you're always racing to see the next bit and what's next and that's something that you know um i think i'll continue to remind myself of you know constantly all of the bits we get so sucked in but already i look back at something we did a week ago a year ago i think that was great remember when we did that and i you know the one thing that i would say to myself and anyone else that's listening is just you know stop and enjoy it in the moment but you know i need to apply that to right now to this afternoon to this morning right. it's exactly it's it's nice to give yourself the feedback now to remind yourself for the future but you've actually got to got to do it and i think uh, it's you're going to get off this this recording and you're going to have an email or a message yep. or you're going to have someone that is in the next meeting that you booked in and it's very hard to i mean writing it down as a to-do is really terrible because that's going to be mm. really hard to remember and um, but actually putting things into practice is is quite quite difficult and i think um uh, I was I was listening to someone else's podcast a couple of weeks ago, and they said about um, to create like healthy habits, you would mm. do one thing that you have to do and couple it with something that you should do. And their example, and obviously totally unrelated to this, would be like if you're watching, if you like watching Netflix in an evening, watch Netflix, but also do some stretching and do some uh, do some yoga or something. And obviously, that's not necessarily going to be the same, but there's there's different parts of of that you could do. So um every day you look at your calendar first thing in the morning or maybe just look back the day before and go what was great about yesterday and what wasn't so great about yesterday before i start looking at today 
Um, but it's kind of like couple a habit with a thing you have to do. Maybe it helps kind of to 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 make it possible. But it is so hard though because things are going at a million miles an hour, and you've got how many people in the team? Uh, just under thirty at the moment. Yeah, so there's 30 individuals with 30 individual sets of work, needs, requirements, KPIs, layers of management within within that structure as well. You've got you're obviously not looking at the minutiae of everything, but you do have to have a a, a global view and yeah. which flower do you stop and smell and how often do you remember to do it is is quite tough. Exactly. It's always easier to look back in hindsight and think, oh yeah, that was the thing that you know was really cool. But you're right, every you know, you were thinking back of a few examples. You remember distinctly that as it was happening, you know, you got a phone call, you saw an email, someone mentioned a problem to you, then you then rushed to fix or if something else was burning that you then moved on to or there was another shiny thing maybe that you were then chasing onto the next bit. So, um, yeah, it's something that I'll continue to remind myself. But that's the one that I would say as the main thing that, you know, after you know, a few years of kind of racing through lots of different bits, I want to make sure that, you know, continue the same pace, of course, but yeah, just to, yeah, enjoy it. So, so talking about smelling flowers, then let's retrospectively smell a flower or two. And so is there something that early doors is when you, when you started running the agency, um, excluding obviously adding that new, um, service line in there, is there something that you did relatively early that that's kind of set you up for, um, current and future success? So it was something that was just getting going um, as I joined the agency, and that was adopting um, a new operating system within the business. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, called EOS, um, which is short for Entrepreneurial uh, yeah, Entrepreneurial Operating System. So this is something that had just been bubbling as I joined, um, and it was something that, you know, instantly I could see this was really going to help us in kind of runs through everything that we do yeah it's all about having a clear vision communicating yeah. clearly to the team and that was something that myself and the rest of the leadership team were passionate about implementing and putting yeah. the rest if, of you, the if, if you're listening and you're wondering about eos etc um there's a really good book i don't know if it was maybe something that you guys had looked at, at mcm uh called traction which kind of it's essentially a how to you can see it in the background there it's yeah. essentially a how to step by step in a way of how to to build these things yourself um naturally if i was to gatekeep that then i'd be uh, I, 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 as a as an agency coach quite a lot of the features of that book are, are are covered in there and i think you know for the most part you can well you can follow a step by step process it's really good and doing that um uh, that that system for agencies of your size can be fantastic and, and obviously setting things up the, like the vision and the values early doors and the purpose that's that's a great starting point for anyone else exactly yeah i couldn't agree more i think would really recommend uh everyone to retraction there's even learnings in there that you know i'm still very mindful of in my personal life as well like you know it's a yeah. really good kind of ethos and, and way of working um so yeah that was something that was bubbling and then we've really grabbed hold of that and i just cannot you know um can't describe how much that's really helped our business helped the structure help things ticking forwards um helped out with team culture helped out with everything it's really um been pivotal to our success over the past couple of years especially and something that i'm very confident will allow us to continue to grow um but yeah 
track that's also something you recommend it it's it's um it's one of those things that uh quite a lot of the uh the pieces of, of of a book like that or just the actual specific system are um you often like would look at it and go well obviously but do you do it no you you've got to do it properly and quite often you go well you've got to have a purpose for the business and the first thing anyone does when they're thinking about that is they go oh yeah to make some money mm. yeah but then you've got to think backwards a bit more and a bit further away from that and a bit more close to the people and try and work out what those things really mean and that's where um coaching mentoring books like that are fantastic for those sorts of things so conversely um you wouldn't have wanted to smell a flower that didn't do so well so what is it what since you took over that you did and you kind of went no that's not for us and then you know subsequently got rid of or something that you you know you kind of regret um i mean it might all have been perfect i, de- I definitely wouldn't say it's all perfect i think there's yeah 100 percent been hiccups along i'm trying to think if there are any bits that stuck out i would say actually um you know it's become a positive now mm. but you know, at the beginning, we were just defining, or you know, at the beginning of the process with Vios and the learnings from traction, etc. We were just starting to define our values and yeah, you know, all reinvigorate our values, I guess, and really kind of set in stone what we stood for and what mm. we're passionate about. Um, and I think it took us about a year or something to get really strict with those values. Um, and that probably meant that there are things that slipped through in that year. That maybe otherwise wouldn't yeah. have and those values apply to everything who we work with what clients we work with who we employ um all of these bits and those values now that we're sticking to them are so key and it's you know we refer to those values whenever you now if we're looking to bring on a new client do they align with our values do they align with our vision and if so great and it's going to be a really fruitful partnership and if not then you know we've been very happy in the past year or so to say, look, I don't think, you know, this partnership's going to work out. We're actively turning away yeah. relationships that don't fully align. And I would say, yeah, probably the things that didn't work is that we tried to make relationships or whatever fit, even though we knew that it wasn't right for our values. Yeah, I, I think that's an entirely natural um, process, mm-hmm. isn't it? And and yeah. and I think that when you're when you're strong enough and clear enough in those values and and how you want to work as a business and the people you want to work with, it's a it's quite a nice watershed moment to be able to have those sadly difficult conversations, but they're difficult conversations in for for good reason. And it and it and it is a big war it is a watershed moment in quite a lot of businesses to be able to do that. Yeah. Um and I think that um anyone who's listening to this who's kind of going through the process of sort of assigning value or building values, divi- divining your values for your business, do consider longer horizons rather than just just something that connects to you personally or right now or whatever because you will you should sort of hire fire and bring in clients and keep clients based on what those values are naturally things change over time and you do want to change a few things but at the same time what's core shouldn't probably change very much at all um so if you are setting up your values consider a few years into the future exactly and it just gives you such a strong foundation to fall back on and be confident around and i recently saw um carrie rose from rise at seven um, oh yeah talking about this around um you know those partnerships and working out which should be right and i think she referenced the three um fame fortune and fun and that all of the clients yeah. you work with need to tick two of those boxes 
Um, and I thought that was really nice. Um, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it's quite tricky for it always consistently to, uh, to, to yeah. those boxes, but, um, it definitely gives you a good, a good frame to kind of look at, you know, who you should be working with, um, and why you're working with them. And are, are you both on the same journey together? We, we want the best possible thing for our clients and we want to enjoy working together and, you know, transform their business and reach their objectives and, and both be on that journey together um, as mm. a real kind of longer term partnership. Yeah, uh, it's it's funny you mention uh, uh, Carrie's uh, example there. I was literally about two hours ago on a call um, and I was giving similar-ish advice, which was uh, I, I say fun, fit, fee or flee, which uh, essentially boiled down to pretty much the same thing there. I hadn't heard um, hadn't heard the other um, version of that. And uh, it is true, you've got to, you've got to work out what the fit is and you've got to work out whether or not it is suitable for your agency because ultimately the people you hire hopefully who meet your your culture and your values of the business they have to do do most of the doing and it's all well and good that it might fit you from a financial point of view but you also got to consider the human beings that are working on it as well uh yep. so if someone's if someone's listening to this now and they're and they're kind of thinking um they're they're either looking to come into a leadership role in an agency or they're starting an agency and um, what one piece of advice do you think you you'd uh you'd give them to take away um i would say that for me vulnerability especially has been key like you know be open and communicate when you don't know something that you know it is i can't stress enough it isn't a sign of weakness and, you know, something I've been conscious of, of, you know, being younger and coming into a role, you know, do I need to, you know, if, if I'm hearing bits in other meetings that I'm not going to cross, you know, go along with it, even though I don't understand it. I, I definitely don't think that's it. I think you just constantly be asking questions, constantly be learning and just, yeah. you know, really, um, you know, you, you, you haven't got it figured out. And I hope I, I, I will have that mindset from when I'm 30, 40, 100, I, I was, you know, I was watching a podcast the other day, I won't name names, but a CEO who is about the same age as me, and a lot of the questions on there and stuff, and the responses are very much as if, you know, that person has figured it out, and this is it, this is the key. <laughs> and I I can relate to that, you know, being at a similar age, and with you know, similar life experiences and stuff, I just, I think for me, it's always about learning. It's always about asking questions yeah. and, and throwing yourself into it and just being really open when, you know, I, you know, if I'm not sure about something and the chances are there's 10 other people in the room that, you know, aren't sure as well. And for me, that's, that's key to growth. So always just, you know, mm -hmm. you haven't got it figured out. There's always going to be more to learn. There's always going to be, you know, more to find out and more room for growth. And I think just surrounding myself by the, with the best possible people, um, so that I'm constantly learning and then enabling, you know, yeah. that's how the team's going to grow. That's how other people can learn. That's how the agency are going to develop. So that's, yeah, that's the key thing for me, the vulnerability, but that's not easy for sure. And it's, 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 it's not, it's practice. It's really not. And, 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 uh, I think that like coming in, being a leader, uh, does require, um, uh, does require vulnerability. Um, it's really hard to show vulnerability if you're not a real leader mm. um because you can't just learn to be a leader you can learn leadership and ta the 
techniques and things, but it doesn't come naturally quite often to show vulnerability in the right way. If you if you're if you're self-deprecating to that level of showing vulnerability, then then that's the wrong end of the scale. If you yeah. know all of the answers, and that's also the other end that's also wrong in, in the scale. And I think being a leader in in an agency does take a um, a large portion of humble pie every single day. You, you I, I I I I'm I'm with you. I like to learn and try and surround myself with people who are definitely better than I am in some way or some area that I'd love to 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 to, to become better at. And I think if you've got your values straight and you know who your audience are and your clients are, then you get people like that wanting to come and work with you as well. And then they hopefully have that same feeling when they're around you in 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 the business. But um, being being vulnerable in the right way is a is a really great way to build trust as well in a, in an organisation. A hundred percent. And I think the trust and openness within the leadership team has been pivotal over the past couple of years. And then you know that's for the rest of the business as well. But it's that you know vulnerability and honesty that I think allows all of us to call each other out if we don't think something's yeah. right or um you know yeah it, it it definitely helps and I think yeah that's key so um yeah that's something that again I have you know my, my hope that that never changes that will always be my mindset of you know just being open and um yeah. you know seeing other leadership styles of you know I've worked in lots of different environments i've worked in very corporate environments and seen the kind of the archetypal caricature of a leader banging mm. on the desk shouting and and just being you know uh almost finding it you know mildly amusing it's, it's definitely not the time but thinking that that just it can't be how it's done and and yeah. never realize there's a caricature of the of a leader that i'm thinking of in my head that you'd have seen in like a 90s movie or something mm. banging their desk hand on the desk like that yeah Exactly it, that. It might have worked where generationally it might have worked differently, um, but people have always been more or less the same. You get a lot more out of people from a leadership point of view if they want to follow you rather than have to follow you. Hundred percent. I love the analogy. I never found where it was from, but it's a it's a cartoon of um, a team of people pushing a rock up a hill, and then you've got one leader or a leadership style that stood behind them with a whip and then yeah. you've also got another of the same one um that you have the leader pushing the boulder with the team or you know pulling the boulder and yeah. uh, directing everyone where to go and i think that's a really nice kind of idea and a way of thinking of um you know how it should be with a team and um, yeah it's you know yeah i think that's yeah, super interesting yeah it, it, it is and I think you know, it's great advice to end the podcast on is you know if you're going to run an agency and run a team of people showing vulnerability is 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 a key part of that and it is very hard when you when you uh, um, start an agency from a position of uh, an expertise based position so you come in mm. as greater a specific service or specific skill and you start your agency it's harder to show vulnerability then because you have to be a subject matter expert Um but it isn't impossible. Um, I failed on that one quite quite significantly at certain points in my career, so I know it for a fact. <laughs> um, thanks so much for coming on, Tom. Thanks so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. And in our next episode, we'll be speaking to another agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they learned along the way. 
So thanks very much for listening. Ha, ha.